America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast La 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 Inner Wealth Podcast You know what day it is Inner Wealth Podcast Meditate and give So manifest the greater this And things all good Cause I say it is Investing in inner wealth Real generational wealth Is mental health It's an inside game No toxicity Let's talk and more listening Ladies and gentlemen, and now introducing David McCullough, founder of Inception, the first mental health gym. La 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 la, inner wealth podcast. La 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 la, inner wealth podcast. La 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 la, inner wealth podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Inner Wealth Podcast. I got two special guests in the building. Again, everybody's special when they come on the Inner Wealth Podcast. I got Safa and I got Faith. How you doing, ladies? What up, though? Hi, David. How are you? Hi, David. Thank you for having us. So um, most people don't realize that Michigan has the largest Middle Eastern community in the United States. Um, and I've grown up around a lot of Middle Easterners and uh, had good relationships with a lot of them. And um, recently I was inboxed about... Um, somebody from the community really supporting what I've been doing and they thought that what I was doing for my community was very good and powerful and I felt like well we need to do this for all communities specifically the Middle Eastern community which is and when we're talking about do this means have these conversations it's just what it is it's a conversation around mental emotional uh, health and how do we become more uh, aware that we need to take care of ourselves. Right. So how was it for you guys growing up, like in Michigan and being Middle Eastern in a American society? That's a large question. I know. <laughs> it is. It was interesting. I mean, so growing up, um, I grew up in Egypt and Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my foundation of my culture and religion. Um, I came back in 94 and, you know, things kind of were normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after high school. Did you go to high school here? I did. Where would you go to high school? I went to Crestwood. Crestwood? Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Dearborn Heights. Oh, Dearborn. What about you? I went to Fortson. I've heard of Fortson. Um, I graduated from Fortson. I grew up in Dearborn. Okay. Born and raised there. Um you know, I, I grew up from a, you know, my parents were married. I have a brother and a sister, very traditional family. Yeah. Um, my parents got divorced when I was about 16, I think, or 17. And, and that's kind of unheard of in the community, right? Or did, was, did you see that start, both of you? Did, when did you start to see divorce starts to become a thing in a Middle Eastern community? Because that's typically 
You don't, if you get in, you don't get out, right? Yeah. Is that right? Well, I think... Um, Mostly. Um, yeah. And yeah. and the rise of mental health, I think people just started leaving. I mean, it was mm. just like either leave, or, you know, or what's going to happen? I mean, it, it's, it was, my parents didn't get along, um, you know, when they got divorced, I soon, shortly after I got married, um, you know, I think getting away is, is one way you know, to deal with the mental health. It's to, 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 to try to go. improve it, get out of the, yeah. the, the environment. Get out of the environment. Is that what you saw growing up, or how was your situation growing up? Um, so growing up, my parents, um, they were together for a while, but then, you know, problems started happening, and mm. then my parents got divorced, and my father shortly after that passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. What do you think that the, um, what's the foundational issue from the, for the, the divorces to happen? So it could be many different things. But I think in our culture, it's, you know, a lot of families and couples stay together because they don't want that stigma of, um, they just don't want that stigma of we're getting a divorce because mm-hmm. that's like shamed upon. Mm-hmm. It's frowned upon in our culture. Do you so think it's healthier up- though? Do you think it's healthier for the people to stay together and try to work it out? No, No. it is not healthy. Because they're not working it out? No. They're just staying together? Yeah. Plus, you know, you want a healthy relationship. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if there are kids involved, you know, the kids pick up on that. Mm -hmm. And um, that is a very unhealthy way to be for the kids, to see that. Mm -hmm. So you think that um, in the culture, do you find that there is people couples going to get help like not i don't even use the word going to get help but that's what you like that going to get help going no. to sit down and, no, no that's not a thing not at all you know why because i have a lot of uh, women approach me and say you know my husband's doing this my husband's doing that and they want it to work but they suggest therapy and the men don't want therapy because you know in our culture Oh, it's yeah. it's front like I said it's frowned upon if you ask for help. Hmm. Um, so who frowns upon it? You so, know, the, it's a community. It's the community as a whole. I think mm-hmm. it's not just like one person. It's family members, aunts, uncles, um, sisters, brothers, friends. You have, and then it's just like the thing is, word spreads quick in that community. So it's like. You do something, and and instead of people taking that and and make turning it into positive, you know, energy and turning it into something that's good and okay because it's for the greater good, they turn it into negative. Oh, this person is on drugs, or this person is this, and they are doing this, and is, then it just spreads. Is it like a scarlet letter in the sense you know the scarlet yeah. letter is? No, what is it? <laughs> you know, you know what that no. is. It's like the book, the scarlet letter. Uh, it's like, well, in the in the book, it was a woman who was, um, I don't, I can't remember if she's a prostitute or whatever. They put a they put a some a letter on her head, yeah, like that represented then, like yeah. shame. And they made so, her they made her walk around with yeah. it or keep it on, yeah, the entire yeah. So time is it now. it's almost like you receive like a scarlet letter towards like Basically. things that things that are like really not even inside your control They're right exactly outside of your control outside your control yeah, right absolutely and and it's just sad because it, in a sense you're taking something that 
um, you know, someone's been through and, and using it against them and when, mm. when they're trying to get help, you know. And it's not an easy world. It's not an easy life. Like, just living in general, people aren't easy to deal with. Everybody's dealing with problems. Right. Everybody's dealing with mental health. Mm. You can't tell me there isn't a person that isn't. There's always something. Nobody's perfect. I think social media has a big big. Big so, play in so we're going to talk yeah. about that, too. But mm-hmm. what do you see, Safa, between you talked about the, the kind of like the scarlet letter? Is it more towards women or men get it equally the same, the um, mess ups or whatever? I think it's kind of equal, but I'm going to give you an example, something that happened a few years ago. Um, Someone reached out to me and said, you know, are you okay? I heard you're going through something. And I said, no, I'm not okay. And I shared my experience of what was going on. I was, Mm. like, in trauma mode. And uh, this person, he was just, you know, constantly asking questions. And I said, you know, I don't want to talk about this anymore because I was traumatized. Mm. So I shut it down. Well, he took it as um, I was just being dramatic and then he kept texting me as you know what i'm going to categorize you as a drama queen Mm. (laughs) and um all because i said i didn't want to talk about it anymore because i was traumatized by the situation Mm -hmm. so it's like the middle eastern mentality is so unbelievable when it comes to people reaching out you know they don't know how to deal with it they don't know how to handle it you know, and when you do voice your your opinion or if you do voice that something's going on, they think you're being dramatic and it's really not. Mm, you're, just, you're just being dramatic. Yeah. And that's why people don't, people do not. The people won't. Sh- so people, so that would shut down people feeling safe. Exactly. Do you feel, do you feel, do either you feel emotionally safe within the culture? Like you can, you can express so the thing How you is, feel? No. no um, definitely not. not. No, because people are very judgy. So how do, you, how do you do it with inside the culture? And are you, first of all, let me back up. Do you feel like you're a part of the culture still, or are you just kind of like, like on an island? No, I feel no. like I'm a part of the culture. I okay. just feel like there are certain people you can go to. Um, mm. You have to be very cre- careful of who you uh, reach out to. Well, that's, that's right? no different than all cultures. Right. I would say that's. That's within our culture, but understanding boundaries, yeah. mm-hmm. and that sounds like from what I'm hearing that there's a lack of boundaries. There are huge. definitely a huge lack of boundaries and intention, and in, in general, being able to um, pinpoint and to know what people's intentions are is probably one of the hardest things. In in Chaldean, I mean, in, in, in the Middle Eastern yeah, culture, yeah, it's hard to be it's able to have to a be, discernment. Yeah, to be, to be mm-hmm. able to tell, like, is this person trying to hurt me or is this person trying to help me? Because people do have agendas. Because they all come with smiles. Yeah, they do. It's they so all come, sad. and it's so sad. We see yeah. it all the time, yeah. and it's just getting worse. And and it's funny because just the mm. past, you know, few weeks, you know, you know, we, I, me in general, like when I meet people and stuff. I, I automatically start testing them just to see, you know, I, I'll do it, you know, and it's just sad and it never fails. It never fails. That that somehow something you said to them yeah. got back yeah. around. And, yeah. and I throw specific details just to just see. To, just to yeah. see. And it's sad that you mm. have to do that. Honestly, these are things that, you know, I don't enjoy doing. 
But at the end of the day, um, I do have a lot to lose, and I don't have time for that. And and mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit and 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 play those games with people. Do do either you have male figures that are very trustworthy that you are able to speak to about how you feel about certain things? Is that is that present? I have my father who's very traditional. <laughs> Soph was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soph was like, no, no. no. Like, I, I just have my father she, who's, but it's not. He's, um, it, it's not like I can come to him with much. You know, he's very mm. traditional, very old school, very. Um, mm. But other than that, no. I had one person, but he passed away. D- I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Do you do you feel like? Um, and we spoke about this the other day. Does, does, it, does it seem like there's at least a, a shifting taking place within the culture? For the worse, maybe. So I feel like with the mental health, I feel like they're speaking about it more. You know, our community is um, mm-hmm. coming out with different programs. Mental health is becoming a thing now, um, which is really nice because before, a few years ago, you wouldn't really hear about um, overdoses or mm-hmm. mental health issues. Um, so th- we have a lot of programs that are coming out. Um, you know, let's say, for example, at Access in Dearborn, they're a wonderful nonprofit organization who offer therapy, psychiatry. A lot of people don't know that, but they're, you know, they're starting to become more aware of that. Mm. Um so yeah. So you do see some shifting happening with that, but what do you see like, like for like yourself? Like yeah. both of y'all seem very uh educated on the topic and 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 open. Yeah. You know, you're open enough to come here to even talk. Mm-hmm. So that's a shift, right? The, it- the the fact of the matter is I even have personally suggested people to go to access and people and I have referred them to the mental health and um, to the, pro- the pro- programs that they offer. I've even reached out to people that work there. A lot of people are, it's so bad that people are embarrassed to walk into there. And that's, and that's, and, that's the, and that's just like when I hear that as a response, like what if someone sees me? Or right. that's when you know there's a deeper problem. That, that, so, yeah. that is a real issue yeah. and I'll and I'll talk and speak to that is because even in my own culture is we've, we've been behind and ideas about what it, mental health really means and I don't even like using the term mental health it's like you're a human being Absolutely. <laughs> like, go, go look at a rabbit go look at a rabbit just to go out and get food he can get chased he can like all types <laughs> of horrible real. traumatic things can happen for that yeah. rabbit to go get food right and as human beings We have things happen in our lives. Like, we're all going to experience trauma. That's one. That's for certain. We're all going to experience trauma. Um, Unless you live in a bubble. Mm -hmm. And that's traumatic. That's what I always say, too, is everyone in this world experiences something. Whether it's anxiety, depression, whatever it is, we all go through something. And everything you do describe, anxiety, depression, those are emotions. Those are, that's normal. Right. Like, there's nothing, you know. And, and, you know, some people think like, oh, their trauma is worse than other. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Like, trauma doesn't work like that. Yeah. And have trauma. And it, and, and it doesn't discriminate either. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, and your trauma could be your hair doesn't look good. 
you know that could be just that could yeah. be just as traumatic as for someone that experiences loss it's really that those for are levels that are real let's talk about that so uh-huh. at my high school like if you're black growing up you know you're gonna go to the barbershop you have to go to the barbershop because how we get our hair cut and it's interesting that I see the Middle Eastern community going to get haircuts like black people are for, mm-hmm. for the longest, right? So we get fades. <laughs> yeah. fades. Fade out our hair. So back in the day, they used to do bowl cuts. It's just a line around it, right? Like line around and it's, it's shaved. So it's just like one big line. There's no f- blend. Okay. Like you can see how my hair is blended. There's no blend there. Um and I know a guy who had a had a bowl cut and came to high school and it was a it was it, we had a it was a fire alarm like one of those drills fire drill and like everybody in high school going out tapping and pointing to him and talking about his his haircut there's trauma right there that could happen of course no absolutely he could come in and shoot the school up based on that experience so that's bullying that's a form of bullying right yeah and that happens all the time right now yeah that's really sad so let's talk about cultural trauma within the american the united states where specifically at the 9-11 how much did you see did you did you feel like you were less safe after that because they were really going hard after 100%. muslims at that absolutely. point absolutely i still won't go to a um you know a mosque or ever since september 11th i really? just don't i avoid large mm. gatherings in general mm. you know that exists it's real you know so what part exists exactly the um the discrimination the threats Mm -hmm. you know all that it is a real thing i mean it's nothing that you know that people are not scared a lot of people are scared. does that have that has that altered you uh either you into the point where have you ever wore hijabs like and you don't wear hijab anymore have you seen that um just trying to blend into american society have you found yourself because we do it no i feel black I, people do it all the time we, no i feel like some people um i mean i would say there was a, probably a decrease in the amount of people that that put it on now they used to put it on at such a young age you know mm-hmm. and, and i haven't been seeing yeah. that as so much it's funny you say that because my daughter was actually wanting to put the hijab on mm. uh this year but she kept saying, Mommy, I don't know how I would put it on. I would be the only one in school because, you know, we're in Birmingham now. Okay. And she said I would be the only one, and she didn't want to do it after that. Yeah. That thought. Well, of, I mean, yeah, you kind of ostracized at that point. Yeah, but she was really interested in doing that. Mm. But. So that, that's been a, that, again, we talked about off where we were talking about the dying of the hair of the blonde and this has been a real theme in the african-american community like do y'all share memes and stuff that 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 talks about these issues because in our community it's, we do there's a lot of memes around a lot of different things and you know it's funny that you mentioned that there are but you do actually and not necessarily memes it can be just quotes because you've sent some but do you me. but do you say do you share them that's very uh specific towards your community like and even in no. Arabic language, like how I no? no no you don't see things like that. That's that's just just talking about like even if they're funny, you have that in well, the community, I right? I see it on social do. media. I okay. see Personally. it on social media, um, but mm. I, I don't um, read um, Arabic, so I don't. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another thing. Um, so I don't do you? Know. I don't. You don't? I, I do read Arabic, but okay. I don't share any Arab memes or anything like that. Okay. Um, 
we talked about social media earlier. You alluded to it. You said it's making things worse. First of all, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay, so you're in that generation where you're kind of not really Gen Z, but almost. No, I'm not at right. all, actually. <laughs> but, I'm not. But I'm saying just in close yeah, proximity. Close. But um, yeah. So how have you seen the, the social, how is that impacting your, your culture? It's terrible. It's really? Yeah. Like how? Give me some examples. Go ahead. Take it away, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never understood the um, effects of social media mm. um, until probably, I would say, recently, where, um, where I caught myself, you know, saying I need a break I need to deactivate these accounts I need like you know mm-hmm. you know you you just can't it's just constant information it's just, and it's like and you're sitting there trying to differentiate what's real what's fake what's mm. and, right. and and it make and and it's funny because in, in nature like I'm an overthinker you know just generally I am so um when you're seeing these things you know, it makes you think, okay, you, you start to come up with more possibilities. You start to overthink more. Mm-hmm. So I've just, you know, I've caught myself taking a break. You know, I need a, hey, I need a break. I need a break from, from social media. I need a break from certain people. And I tell my friends sometimes, you know, I need to disappear. I, I got to go. <laughs> from yeah. time to time, I, I just got to go. And, so that's, you yeah, know, that's why I had to uh, shift what I post and what I don't post, what mm-hmm. I read, who I follow, who's following me. It's just I have really high boundaries right now yeah. mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. social media can get to people yeah. and it yeah, can be very absolutely. destructive, yeah. you know, with yeah. all the filtering, with all the bullying, with all the how many likes am I going to get, with all yeah. the how many followers. That is extremely unhealthy. How, is, how, is, how have you seen materialism rise within your culture since you've been alive like you can you can see a upward trend in it absolutely well cars oh you know i gotta have this car i gotta have you know so i have a love for cars cars is my most middle eastern people that i've seen listen we we when we grew up we it was always we saw these Chaldean guys they driving the Cadillacs they they listening to this Tupac we like how they get that car like it was all black people in cars is a thing too so yeah. I know that's why I'm oh, asking but another like, thing is they are hard workers we you know we do you know in a sense like we kind like you know they do have Middle Easterns Chaldeans and you know there's a lot there are a lot of negative traits you know from, from all people but they do work hard do you feel less than though if you don't have a specific type of car shoes you know all of those no, because things i think that, no. rev- that would revolve around low self-esteem yeah so if i have the car that i have right now because i want to be you know perceived a certain way that's a different story i just have a genuine love for fast cars but you I'm talking about the whole collective culture. What do you see? Do you see that where it's like, because you, you, so, too, and, 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 and for the listeners who don't know, you have a history of starting to do the mental, emotional work for yourself. You have a, you have a foundation in that. Right. And you do, too, in the 100%. background. Like, so, but mm-hmm. those who don't have that background mm-hmm. in the culture, and I talk about it for our culture all the time, is trying to self-soothe through consumerism or capitalism and purchasing and eating and sexing and you know absolutely so a lot of that has been under control right over the last few years that's been under control it's been under control for who 
For myself. Okay, I'm talking about <laughs> the culture. In general, <laughs> in general, yeah, I yeah. think it is a problem. Yeah. It is. And, you know, and, and sometimes, too, it becomes your subconscious. You mm. start to um, make up other kind of reasons why you like these things because mm. you don't want to be categorized into that, you mm. know, in, into the general, you know, community. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, for your own sake, you, you do. You start to... You know, think that maybe if I get it for this reason, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how yeah, about how about thing. women in the body, the body contouring, and you know, all the do plastic you really surgery? Go there? Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> well, I do. Because oh, those, to me, those are all mental health issues that's being definitely put off as something else. Because again, if nobody, if nobody ever said something about your appearance. You would never try to alter it. Absolutely. Right? If 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 big butts was like the wrong thing, like, oh, you got a big butt, that's horrible, right? You would not go and get one, right? So, so I, what we, if it's self-image just for yourself? Yeah, but even what that mean, what does that mean? Because you gotta break down what's self-image. For yourself. It's just looking at yourself and feeling comfortable. You know, I want to change this about myself because, because? I want to feel good. And oh, I want to look, okay. I want to look no, how I used okay. to look when I was so, 20. So let's go back down to that's, feel good. No, I understand what she's saying, though. I because, understand what she's saying, Because too. in a sense, um, you know, you know, I... I've been blessed, <laughs> so I didn't have to ever change my, you know, my appearance. Mm. But, um... I personally like the thinner n- body with the no butt, no boobs, and and people always think I'm crazy. You, you like that? I do. So that was the tradition. believe it or not, and that, I still till now like it. But that in the '90s, that was the white woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the acceptable white woman who walked on the stage. The runway model was the one that's just flat. Whenever, and then it became a real thing where. I like big butts, and I cannot lie, and that became. <laughs> I like... don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I never understood it. I probably won't ever understand which, which part? it. The butts and. and well, first, I, honestly, first it became boobs. Then, then it, was it was butts. I just, I just. And don't we, and now we're it. going, we're going further and further, and it's not just. Yeah. I just asking in the, in the Middle Eastern culture because you see it. It's you see it across all the whole. The time. Yeah. Yeah, it's going down. I mean, it, it it's just the reality. So I always push back when people say self-image. It's a, it's a part of it that yeah, you deserve to look good and everything of that nature, but when you when you going so far and you lost sight of you like, you know, like feeling like, good is a lot. It's better. almost like if I saw you and I'd be like, you just went into witness protection cuz I can't even recognize <laughs> yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? There's, There's so many people like that too. So many people on social media that are like that. It's funny. I did see a meme one time, and I was like, um, "It was like if you get lost, <laughs> where nobody's gonna be able to find you." <laughs> <laughs> like you know, they're not gonna know. Yeah, who it you're is. In witness protection. But yeah. it is. It's 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 funny. But these are, I feeling bring... better is more important than looking good. Yeah. Men- being um, mental health is so much more important than looking but the prop the problem is is that we that this is an american issue and it's it's spreading across to other countries and it's the idea that i'm gonna buy myself into feeling better 
Yeah, right. No. And you're not going to buy yourself work. into feeling so better. So that's the thing is people get plastic surgery. They change their body image. But still, what's going on inside? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of trauma going on inside. Yeah. A lot of mental health issues that needs to be addressed. You but know? most people be like, no, no, I just. Well, I don't yeah. think they're educated. They don't know that there's help out there. Well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like to use the word help. Now, it's just something just, about the word you know, help uh, and like something's yeah. wrong with us. There's nothing yeah. wrong with yeah. us. Like get help. No. So what word would you use? Become the best version of, of yourself. Your, yeah. And figure out and understand that you've been programmed from the time you were born to now. A lot of stuff that you believe is not even accurate. And then too, you don't even question your own beliefs. And understanding that not feeling good does not have to be our day-to-day state of being. And then when we do not feel good, that we don't need to rush and go, well, maybe I need to buy a car. Well, maybe I need a bigger butt. Well, maybe I need to go and, and, and get a, a girlfriend. Oh, or nice. maybe I need to, all these things yeah. that we're just trying to feel, right. that's the American society. It's, it's, it's about, and, and then too, when we have issues, we've been programmed that, you know what? I'm just going to take a pill and that's going to solve it. It's not. No, that's not going to solve anything. That's a Band-Aid. Right. It's not going to so solve So where's anything. the inner work? There needs to be some exercise, That's yoga. We, just, we were talking about it, it all, earlier. All of it. Is yes. all, you yes. came to Inception the yeah. other day, right? Yes. That's, that was the most beautiful experience yeah. ever on Friday. Yeah. That, what is it called? Inner Reset Circuit yeah. or the oh, Magnosphere. You really like the Magnosphere. I really loved it. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be as relaxed as I was. And I then mean, reading is another... Another big thing, tapping into nature. Grounding. Um, yeah. Putting your feet on the ground. So but my relaxing. biggest thing is prayer. To me, prayer. in the last few years, I've really tapped into my religion. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. Because mm-hmm. when you have that relationship with your higher power, um, who I call God, um, it's just a very peaceful way. Do you feel like the uh, the culture is losing its foundational principles to 100%, that higher power? A hundred percent. And I think that's why we're having these many problems as we are. Mm. I think people are losing focus on what's, what's important. Really important. Yeah. More than anything, I think that people are losing focus on what's important. Right. You know, mm. and, and, and these materialistic things, the social media all this stuff all factors in you know people just people need to understand that you know mental health is real so i think like, that if you're right you're you know right. and and they're they the but the thing is they need to help themselves you can't yeah, you, you can't, can't help expect other people, you right? can't you know consider how hard it is changing yourself mm-hmm. then yeah. try to change somebody else and that's what I've had you know, for years where I have people that maybe listen to, the, I mean, obviously the podcast hasn't been out for years, but they'll come into Inception and hear about it. They'll feel like, well, I need to bring in so-and-so. They need to bring somebody else in. Yeah. My first thing is always you. Why are you bringing somebody else in when you have not started your work? Because it's easier to go and bring somebody else in when you've started your own work. Absolutely. You had an experience now that, nobody can take that first experience away from you. So it's easy to be like, yeah, you need to come to this place. And that's why I made it and call it a mental health gym where it's just not like this idea like, oh, you're going to see the therapist. There's something wrong with you. Like, no, when you go to the gym, you got to work out your body. Like, and the thing about mental health is this is the lie. Mental health is not mental. 
It's physical. Yeah, it is physical <laughs> and mental. Yes, it's, 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 it's mental, all, spiritual. It's, it's everything. It's everything. Mind, it is. Sure. Everything factors in. So we have to stop like separating these ideas. It's just all in your head. No, it's in my body too. It's hundred percent. So you feel it. You yeah. can feel it in your body. I mean, it's well, again, seventy percent <laughs> of hospitals or doctors' visits are stress related. Yeah. That yep. is mental health. Yeah. And it's only you know? and it's only on the rise, and and people are dying, and and they're dying from something that has a you know a solution, something that you know there's a problem. We know there's a problem, mm-hmm. and, and nobody's doing anything about it. But if it. you're being in denial of it, yeah. uh, this makes it worse. But I think there's I think there's a uh, probably a population within your population that is doing things. Maybe you're just not con- mm-hmm. too connected to it yet, but they're there, and they're probably. Watching both of you and listen to both of you, and it's just like you know, yeah, that they need that spark. So they need, so they need to to um, you know, there there needs to be something where it's something is funded, where people know about it, where things are are brought to light, where where light is shed on this. Well, you need influencers. Yeah. You need influencers to begin pushing, and you need big influencers that can begin pushing that message again. Yeah. I just wish that people would um, feel comfortable enough to come forward. I mean, I do have people approach me and say, you know, Safa, I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that. Um, But I feel like the number of ODs that we've been having lately, Mm. it's been increasing steadily and quickly. What What are they ODing from? So mostly heroin. It's insane. Um, so I work with the Troy Police Department on their quick response team. And every week we work with uh, any drug or alcohol-related offenses that have happened in the last week or two. Mm. And um, any ODs that have happened. So we go out to those homes and we talk to the people and you know who have OD'd. And um, offer them resources. We offer them help. Mm. We just kind of check on them and see how they're doing. And um, we need more programs like this, like mm. in every department, in every police department. Does that become a stain, like the scarlet letter to the family or to, to the, when, when someone ODs or someone commits suicide? Yeah, they cover oh, yeah. it up. They always try to cover it's it up. It's always a cover-up. It's always a cover-up, and it's just so sad. What is, what is the, what is the cover-up language Nobody like? will talk about it. They, he, they died in their sleep. Yeah. They had... They'll, they'll never admit that never it was substance admit abuse Never admit it was substance abuse. And if the rare few that do admit... They feel like they're. They definitely feel like they've been. They're. They've been shamed upon. I mean, and it's and it's sad because if you know the amount of people that are struggling in that city, you would be shocked. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is pretty. Bad. And it's pretty. It's to the point where, like, um, I mean, I, I'm a thousand percent sure every household has somebody that's struggling. With what? With some substance kind of abuse. substance abuse. You said every household. With every household. I, I would say. say. I would say ninety-five percent. I mean, absolutely. So what, and, are, what are we? What are we talking about? We're talking about alcohol. We're what are we talking about? about? Whether it be pills. alcohol, whether it be pills, whether uh-huh. it be um, marijuana. But marijuana. Since marijuana has been legalized, everything went downhill. Whether you it, think it got worse? It got a hundred times worse. And there's those tanks. Too. Even eat what? What those tanks? Those tanks. 
No, I swear, and I'm going to talk about it because <laughs> those are serious, too, in the community of about? Dearborn. You ain't talking about the, float tanks, are you? They are tanks, Um, the balloons. You're talking about the nitrous tanks. Nitrous yeah. Tanks, which are That's, a big deal. I seen someone driving around with a tank the other day. I don't, when you start, when you, when you start to, 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 to uh... <laughs> When you start to sip on balloons, I mean, I, there's a level of pain that you're at when you're like literally sipping on balloons. But like. the effect, <laughs> the effect, the long term effect is so much worse than people think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you're thing. causing brain damage with yeah, that exactly. type of stuff Absolutely. from a balloon. Have you seen any of Doctor uh, Amon's uh, spec scans? No. Oh, you gotta go and look at Dr. This is an Amin. active, um, active thing that's going on in the city of Dearborn, where people are getting these tanks and doing balloons regularly. So is, so what we're saying is, there's this of that amount of pain within the the community that there's you think ninety five percent of every household has someone dealing with some type of substance abuse, and typically the person who's dealing with the serpent. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Substance abuse is typically just the... Um, my mom calls this a certain term, and you may know as like a, a, the identified client, where they're just the ones taking on all the symptoms. Absolutely, from the family. The family, the family yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah, their first hand. You, you know, know, you you, yeah, you yeah, have absolutely. a background. What is the name of it? The I can't remember the name of it, but kind of like they're they're like first hand. You know, it's mm. you know, it's not like direct. the second hand smoke the type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it? Secondary trauma. Remember, yeah. yeah, but it, there's yeah. a specific name. But for it's like it. it's, it's like the my mom called it something identified <laughs> something. It's like it's like there is a specific. You're taking name. on. Is that person who just they're not able to like keep it all in? They're they the ones they that need to, yeah, it needs that, to come that's out. expressing it outwardly. Yeah. But Are it's you talking it's, about the family. But it's from the whole family unit. Right. It's not like there's just that one person is just oh that person's dealing with substance in the family. No. No. That, that person is dealing with, with the family, the family <laughs> yeah. and, and, and drinks and, and to, to deal with that. Exactly. No, it's true. and internalizing everything that one kid yeah. of the family is internalizing everything. And we, exactly. And we so were talking about it earlier. Yeah. yeah. Safa and I were actually talking about this. Was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. And we were talking about how that's why, you know, it's reached the point where reached the point where it's okay if you have to stop talking to family. It's okay mm-hmm. if you need to, you know, to yeah. disappear. It's okay for Removing your own toxicity. It's the, yeah. the, you know, the removal of these of toxicity is so important and and wow. it's so and it's something that I had to do like personally. And ever since I did it, nothing but good things. I think it's an happened. ongoing process where, you know, you find yourself in toxic situations, yeah. uh you find People around you are toxic, and it's just a nice toxic removal of. Oh, and when once people, you, places, and things, you can't heal you know? in the same environment that caused the issues to you begin cannot. with. 100%. And, and so now we talk back to that thing called boundaries, and just from my again, an observer of you know some of my friends who are Middle Eastern, and even some of who are in the Indian community, it's just like this. It's this. 
like I've always had a reverence for like your guys' connectedness, and a lot of Black people we do that. We'll we'll like glamorize the other cultures, like but y'all so connected, and y'all like do stuff together. Then no. we'll talk to y'all, and I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's again, and it's uh, it's why uh, things don't, and, and that's a good point because you know people can understand that things aren't always what they appear to mm. be. Right. And, so you know, y'all not y'all don't feel like but y'all aren't connected. You know, we had this people, conversation. So or do y'all because in business wise, y'all own a lot of stuff yeah. in black people communities, and it's and we look at that and we like, but y'all got businesses and y'all making yeah. money, and we just look at like it's the ego, no. right? Isn't that what we're talking about? Is the ego? Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, in nature, um, the Middle Eastern people are they 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 like they're you know they're hard workers. They are. That they are. That I'll give them, the men. <laughs> but, um. I've heard, well, let's, like, but then you don't say something. Don't, don't, don't sit over there and just Safa's not say like, nothing. Go ahead. I, I think they are. Safa, you shrug at my like, shoulders. Safa, you're a different generation Listen, than her, right? Some yeah. that aren't. Okay, okay let's hear, let's aren't. hear from your, your, your standpoint from that generation, from what you've seen. In what? You just said something, and you your face was just like about the uh, hard working and all these different things. Well, there are there are a lot yeah. of hard hard working men, um, but I just feel like they uh, some of them like the easy way out, right? Absolutely, so, a lot of them are hustlers. So are they into it? And that's what I thought about because yeah. a lot of a lot of illegal activities, yeah. oh, yes. scamming. Oh, yes. And I don't want to go there. I yeah. don't want to <laughs> talk about that. But that's but all, but this I, is I'm, the, I'm from here, so I've heard. So like again, back down to my friends who are Middle Eastern, who I would talk to. Like my one friend who owns a restaurant won't be named, and I was like, man, I was like, yo, you y'all community, y'all stick together. He's like, shit. He was like, man, my brother-in-law stole million dollars from me. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, you'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear oh, that yeah. often. You, that you see brothers. I mean, I mean, I was at, I was, where was I one time? I was picking up something from the mosques years ago, and I walked in and I found brothers fighting over a, a piece of land. The mom just died or something, and they were fighting over a piece of like land, like mm. inside oh, yeah. the mosque. That happens like, very often war. in our culture. And I was like, what the and these things happen in all cultures, uh, for sure. It happens in our yeah. culture. It happens in the black culture. It's like, oh, Big Mama died, so Big Mama oh, yeah. left the house. Who, who's? No, it's my house. Like, <laughs> right. And but what we'll do is uh, it will take over the house that was paid for. And next, you know, it's in foreclosure. Mm. That's so sad. Like, how do we squander away something that was paid for and give it to us, and we weren't able to upkeep it? So let's talk about even from that. Do you feel like in a culture that? Um, and I'm asking this just from my own experience. Does it seem like the the, the women coddle the, the the boys, the men, at a young age and growing up? Do they do y'all do y'all spoil those men? We were just talking about that. Uh, you know, I did for a longest yeah. for the longest time. We do, we do. Because so. women, women, y'all, y'all, you guys feel different than than the men. It's like it's like you're treated differently. Like the men are princes, and what are y'all? Are y'all princes? Are y'all princesses? So. I, don't no, think, princesses. I definitely don't we're think queens. Yeah. Y'all queens? <laughs> but I mean, are you raised as a queen? Do you feel like you're raised with that level of like, oh, you're a queen? Like, because the, the the young men that I've seen in the culture is like, okay. they're little princes, yeah. the spoiled princes. Yeah. And no. then, we were, you know I wasn't, no. at least, I wasn't raised that way. No, no. I actually, um, you know, from, I have a brother. He was always actually treated better. 
That's what I'm asking. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. Like, and always hand and like his life was so much easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and it's and and it's funny because I have two kids, so I I get it, and I have my boys, which. I do coddle. Yeah. No. So you, you end up doing the same thing. You coddle them. I do, like, but, but you just but give I, them what I, they want. Is it is it a is it a lesson? Is it is there a a a, a, a so earning? So I try to do better. So I can tell you because I have a son and mm. I have a daughter, mm. and I can relate to what you just said. Mm. Um, because I think from the outside looking in, it can seem as though I'm um, coddling him more. But I think in reality, it's because um, I'm more worried about the daughter, you know, about my daughter. Okay. And um, yeah. just growing up in this cruel world, mm. I just worry more about, you know, how she is yeah. because we're females, uh, right? Absolutely. So I'm harder on her, and I just want to teach her more, you know, to be tough. It's a man's world. Listen, whether we want to believe it or not, whether people want to deny well, it, most, it's a man's most, world. Most thing yeah. that that was built. And it's not it's built made, by yeah. men's hand, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. not made for women, especially divorced with kids to succeed. It's I, w- not. I would say that right there is definitely. It's not. That's definitely not your world to come out and yeah. be a single mother with with kids. It's yeah. harder. It is um, because. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. How are you looked upon? First of all, I don't even know. You said you're married. I'm divorced. You're divorced, so you're single? I'm single. With two kids, you're single? Divorced. Divorced. Single. So how, you know, Forever. how does, how does, <laughs> yeah, how, does real how does men, how do the men look at single mothers with kids in the culture? You know, That's I gave up question. on trying to explain them. Hmm? I gave up on trying to explain men. I mean, do, <laughs> I they, do you feel like a single guy would they, not want to talk they, to you because you have kids? Or? I think maybe they think we're damaged, but mm. we're not. We're just experienced, yeah. and we see through the bullshit. I don't think that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tell yeah. us how you really feel. I, I think they're not intimidated from, it's not the kids or on that. I think more that we know better, you know, because I've dated men that were um, didn't have kids, and it wasn't a problem, but you know, their their um, their ways don't work anymore. Mm. Like you know, we know better, and when you know better, you do better. So the games, the um, you know, the drama, the the BS, it doesn't work with us. Yeah, we know better. We because see through we're it. Experienced. We've been there. We've done that. We understand. It's um. The un- level of understanding is d- on, on a different level. Yeah. It's okay. it's it's it really is when you've been through a lot. You know, I, again, like we were saying, divorce, two kids. You know, I did go to school. I did graduate. I do own my own business. I didn't get to where I am because I'm dumb. You know, and I don't understand. Well, right. You know. Okay, now with that in mind, are the women becoming? more educated than the men i don't are, think we're are, becoming more educated than in the terms men. of like because in a, in a, in, a, in a black community there's there's a lot of our men were imprisoned one for selling weed because now it's becoming that's a whole nother story that yeah. just that's just not even right i know yeah, but I know. but but the women in a culture a lot of times have they education Right. They they've overtaken us and becoming more yeah. educated than more women, more educated than men. Is that so, a similar breakdown that's happening in your community? I feel like women are becoming more educated, but I don't think more educated than men. I think we're becoming equal. 
right? Because okay. more women are stepping up and wanting to do better for themselves and saying, you know what, I'm not just going to be that stay-at-home mom that you're expecting me to be. Okay. I am going to be independent. I'm going to okay. own my own business. Okay, great. Now, with that in mind, <laughs> yeah. how is the role reversal happening in the households? Because any time that a woman is going to go and become very educated and go open businesses and things of that nature. You're going to go out and you're going to be taking on a certain energy that you maybe hadn't taken on before. And that's fine. But then that energy that exists, how are you using that energy with the relationships you're having with each other? Because you'll find that typically that when a woman is super educated and super, you know, it's business oriented. It's, yeah, it's like good. it's a clash <laughs> between men and women. So, so <laughs> not good <laughs> at all. We're, we're seeing it in our culture. So it's like I'm just looking at it as a pattern. Like yeah. all cultures are kind of going through this, and this is yeah, it's hard. This is American culture. Mm-hmm. How is it overseas? How how is it in Egypt? Are they still holding on to true? Family unit principles, or I think it, not, it is. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, but I think Egypt is becoming more modernized for sure. Americanized or modernized? Because those are two different things. Okay, and Americanized, Americanized <laughs> yeah. and modernized. I think both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's like a it's like a role reversal that's been happening within all of our our cultures where, um, the men may seem more intimidated by the woman now because she's. Do you think it's a role reverse or do you think it's just women are stepping up more? I think it's a multitude of things that's happening. It's our, I mean, down to our drinking water. Yeah, I do. I think everything factors in. Hormonally, we're off. Men's testosterone numbers have been dipping year after year. It's because we're drinking microplastics within the water and the food supply. So it's, and I think... I grew up with a mother who worked. She was still at home cooking food and, yeah. you know, and and she taught me how to wash my clothes and iron my clothes and yeah. cook. My dad taught me how to cook food. And it was yeah. not like this thing of like, you know, as a man, you only do this. No, it's like, no, I'm multifaceted. I can do these things, but I do appreciate the essence of a woman coming in and bringing aside that that I can do, but I don't do well. Right. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So I'm just wondering how that dynamic within the culture and these are these it, shifts changes mentally, emotionally. If I can't it's even, hard. if I can't provide for you in a way that we used to provide for you, am I am I still a man? You know that type yeah. of thing. And yeah. and if you can't do what you normally do as a woman, like you don't know how to cook. Are you still a woman? You know, these ideologies right. and like they're they're changing. They are. They definitely are. I mean, it's hard. It's it's really hard, especially too when you have um like I'm a parent that I think my son, you know, I teach him how to do laundry, I teach him mm-hmm. how to you know, I, I don't there's no this is for girls, this is for boys. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like that in my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. You know, they do everything that a girl would do. Literally mm-hmm. everything. Um but then you have their father who 
instills different values. Like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. No, you, mm. so you, you know, it, it's a battle. It, it's mm. literally, it's like a, it, yeah. it's a, it's like you're playing. I would say my <laughs> dad, my dad never told me like, no, you shouldn't wash the dishes or something yeah. like, or my mom, but, 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 but my mom did give me different roles that were different yeah. than my sister just to, you know, like, David, you clean the bathroom. Your sister's going to clean the, the yeah. kitchen. That yeah. was just like the thing. But, but having a masculine man in my life and, and having a, um, him, him taking me out there and doing business and, you know, we move in a different energy. That we're, I, yeah, of course. I think that's different when you have a male figure. And it's yeah. so much easier to deal with things when there is that masculine energy around. Of course. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It makes it easier it makes for it the kids. It much easier. My dad worked um, nights. Uh, he worked evenings at GM. And... Sometimes he would get home probably about 12 o'clock. And I can just remember sometimes when I was up, I would hear the garage door open. And you don't know how much that level of safety that provided for me to know that my dad was yeah. home and my oh, yeah. dad was there. Absolutely. You know, like we're more protected now. Of course. You know, we felt safe before, but that level, my mom is in there. But no, it's, it's, not a, the it's, same. A, it's a thing that you can't, it's the same thing with women. There's a thing with women you can't replace, yeah, right? And absolutely. we, but we going through these role reversals where it's almost yeah. like we diminish diminish each other, like, like, like there's something wrong with being in a woman's feminine essence, and there's something wrong with a man being in his masculine essence. Right. It seems like this. That we're confused. Yeah. You know? I agree. Do you see that in the I culture? Yeah, one thousand percent. And it's only getting worse. But I, I think women, um, I don't think that women want to have that role reversed. I don't think they want to do all these things. I don't think so either. But we are um, forced, forced to, like to do forced these to things do that, because yeah. single moms, for sure. Yeah. 100%, because the man that you chose or the man that you're didn't I like how you said that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you definitely said it right. The man that you chose, <laughs> yeah. that you chose that man. You know, didn't you know fulfill? So let me that ask y'all, part. who's the yeah. man that y'all chose? <laughs> Who are the men that y'all chose? Well, y'all not together with them? No, like, did, did toge- you feel exactly. like that was not so, good choices? It or? wasn't. So they failed you. You know, they they, they, they failed, failed your you? expectation. Yes, a hundred percent. They failed their so. role. They, they failed you. Absolutely. I don't. Think what, what, so. what, what was the thing that they supposed to do to to succeed you? You know, they failed at their role, like uh, making you know, providing that mass, that energy that made you feel. But safe. you chose that guy. I did, choose, but I was eighteen. That's true. Things I had no business time, choosing but, anybody. But that's that's. But see, that's the problem, though. That that we we're not. Educated, and I don't mean like we sit down in the class and go through the whiteboard, but we're not given the opportunity to really understand what that means again to be at 18 years old. I had no business being. No, you you don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like being married at 18. (laughs) No, 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 I will say, I mean, again, again, I will say that. Cause I grew up with a mask and a man in the house. I I was I thought I was going to be married earlier, mm-hmm. and what yeah. I saw when I came out here was, and I didn't know that I was seeing it until later was the role reversal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why is it so yeah. hard? Yeah, to, like yeah, why is it so many games and it is well, crazy. 
And so you have to go down this journey of learning yourself and learning what you really want. Exactly. So, yeah, you did choose, but you chose. I chose. And out, I, of, and out of the awareness that you had absolutely. at that point in time. And based on my choices, I had to change my life and, mm. you know, make it to this, this is how it is now. How much know? did you learn when you went to school about? Because you said you had a background in, like, psychology, right? Uh, yeah, like, how absolutely. much did that play a factor in, like? understanding it, it, what happened to you definitely it played a big factor um and and mainly be mainly the um the the aspect of communicating with others mm. during class more than the actual education itself you mm-hmm. know just being around people um different cultures different cultures different backgrounds okay. you know that helped more more than I think the, I always say this it's so funny but well, I say more than the the actual education itself Let's yeah. talk about the different culture things, because I, I see you you hang around a lot of black people. I do that I notice. So what what I is it? That, I'm what, very open. what is it that you do? You hang around? Do you have black friends in your life? I don't know, okay. but I work. I work. Um, you know, I work. My 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 clients are a lot. You know, of the um black like a lot of the black people, mm. and I mean, amazing people. Just honestly, just just being able to experience and and meet new people and from different backgrounds mm. has been life changing. Because I find I find that that you know when you come from an environment that. And I'm gonna use the word strict, yeah. Because I would, I would outside in. I'm just looking outside yeah. in. I would consider your environment more strict, and strict not just from just being strict, but strict probably from a religious standpoint. And then when yeah. you meet people who are from a different culture, we got a little bit more freedom. Right. What yeah. did that What did that do for I you? I just think that skin color is just skin color. It mm. has nothing to do with, you know, your beliefs or my beliefs. As long as you're a good human being, that's all that matters to me. You mm. know, I really choose healthy people, you know, to hang around. And um, I don't choose toxicity But you're anymore. choosing that now? Yeah. How was it then before? Before, I just had, there was no filter. I mean, mm. it yeah. just, you know, everything was okay, and mm. um, I would hang out with whoever. But today I'm older, you know, and I've been through a lot. I have a lot of experience. Um, so I just believe skin color is really nothing. As long mm. as you're a good human being, that's all that matters. Yeah, but okay, I understand that. But what did you get specifically from being around black people? There's something that we specifically, because again, I can pick up certain things from from Middle Eastern <laughs> people that I can say that I like <laughs> uh, from open. you. So what you is it? What do you I think that you like? Uh, maybe just being open. Because we are open, yeah. loving people. I love yeah. how you. Yes, I love how it's, black people are black very, people are very and, open. And I always and say fun, and they just they're in tune with themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their know? faith in God is so much stronger than any culture. I think. Personally. Really? Yes. One. I always say this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, when you got four hundred years of slavery, and you you got to believe in something yeah, that's gonna I help you. Be, I mean, I, that and just. I do. But so they're definitely more open. You got to think faith, yeah. how much faith we had to have to be able to 100%. go through that and not be. It's amazing that 400 years later that any black person is around. Go look at the yeah. Native Americans and what they, what, what's happened with them. You know, and then when we look at the cultures and you probably can go back into your cultures and see what happened when you came over here. We got to go back to trauma and why we're acting the way and doing right. the things that we're doing anyway is all from environment yeah. situations and i'm seeing a rise also and with black men just me personally in the professional field like i have a lot of my clients they're opening new businesses truck mm. drivers mm. um trucking businesses i actually insure a lot of them 
Oh, amazing. Sure, yeah. Just absolutely amazing. I well, you it. know, you're on. Um, so, this network that I, I do the podcast on is Earn Your Leisure's Network. It's the number one financial podcast by uh, Troy, my guys, Troy and Rashad. Yeah. And and what they're doing is doing financial literacy for the black community. And yeah. it's it, it's so big now. Yeah. And, it, like, you know, we're talking about real estate, they got trucking. So, what yeah. you're seeing I'm is. I'm seeing a, a tremendous increase. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's honestly amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you're seeing. And, like and people are helping themselves now yeah and we're starting to yeah. again like podcasts like this we're yeah. starting to like um understand the importance of the mental emotional side because you can't get to you you know you can talk about financial abundance and all those other things but as you see in your community there's a lot of financial abundance there would you say are they like from from parents or like there's more financial abundance than what black people see within Absolute, our community. Listen, there's more absolutely. businesses. There's more, like I see, again, I'll go to Birmingham. I say, what What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a Lamborghini truck. Like, just like, what do you do? Like, that's, yeah. so it's more, there's, there's historically been more uh, business opportunity from for Middle Easterners than it has been for black people. We're just starting to come and, and, and take control of our, beliefs and say i can do it Mm -hmm. and and see other people do it so y'all see it do it y'all see each other do it all the time absolutely we're just now they say it's a rise we're just now starting to see each other like really start to do things with business kind of like the kind of like woman for example like we're now just you know yeah definitely but but you know what and i feel again when you just you're taking control of your life when you're aware Mm. and you know you can you can do more and i've been seeing it at a younger age too these younger kids yeah 15 16 they're starting to get into real estate Mm. you know at such you know such a young age even this guy that i'm telling you this man he he just started his trucking business and he came to me and got entrance he's a younger he's like 20 he has his own business Mm. and he um already like started hauling because i've been in communication (laughs) communicating with him for the past couple of weeks setting Mm. up his his policy and 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 doing his um you know federal filings and all that just he's doing amazing already and he follows up with me too like you know i ask him and and all that he's doing absolutely amazing i just wish that people who are you know doing more for themselves you know financially or you know with their businesses that they have the same kind of mental health outreach you know i I wish it could be balanced because typically it's the opposite right like i got this money but you don't have the peace exactly you can have all the money in the world but where's your peace Mm. So I just really want more people to uh, be able to reach out, you know, to the right person and um, to professionals. That's all. Yeah. Because well, it's very healthy. That's why you're here, right? Balance. There's this huge Balance. stigma. Yeah. I mean, especially with our culture, I feel like there's this huge stigma yeah. that we need to address. There has to be more education. So that's mm. that's a big thing with me is um, I'm trying to create these programs to be able to give um, education to the middle middle schoolers, uh, high schoolers, um, because there is lack of education when it comes to mental health and substance abuse. Why not that be a part of our curriculum in schools? And you and you you have to start young because um, the older generation are where they are. You can't change that's that. That's that's it. Not, that's done. Yeah, right. that's done. So you better start. You gotta your, accept your them. generation. It's your generation yeah. is just like you know. We gotta start 
going down and reaching there to create that change that where, you know, growing up in the next 15 years, you know, is it would be seem abnormal for there not to be boundaries in a family. Absolutely. It'd be abnormal not to be able to express that you're sad or that you're depressed or that you're anxious. It'd be abnormal that one, um, it's okay to feel feelings that don't feel great. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what, I teach my like what are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. I teach my kids that all the time. It's like I'm in the mental health field and mm. I know, you know, I'm able to approach my kids and let them know, hey, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. Um, but just talk about it. Mm. You know, you can feel all your feelings. Yeah. Um, if you're angry, you don't have to react on those feelings. So how how are you feeling in, in raising your kids and, and seeing how they listen to that and be able to process They've their emotions? They've grown a lot. Yeah. I mean, it makes a difference when you sit down and actually have that conversation with your kids. Hmm. You know, my kids are 11 and 12. And I, you know, I sit down and I have that hour-long conversation. They talk about bullies in school, hmm. and I address that with them. I'll address it with the counselor. You know, we take action. We don't just sit back and not do anything because it'll only get worse. What about you, Faith? Absolutely. I actually, my my younger son, I have him in therapy um, mm. because he, you know, he... He's like a little mini me. He's like what? He's like a little mini me. He yeah. is full of emotion, full of love, and full of you know. And and sometimes he doesn't know how to channel it. And and sometimes in the in the school that he goes in goes to doesn't doesn't help much. Right. I mean, it took. What type of schools did he go to? He goes to a public school in Dearborn. Okay. Yeah. What What are the main population in public schools in Dearborn? The one that he 100%. goes to is like a hundred percent You know. Arab. <laughs> Uh, and and I have him, you know, he does see the um, social worker two days a week at his school because, but more so that they don't know how to deal with someone, which, you know, my, my son, he, they don't know how to deal with someone that's having like certain mental, you know, breakdowns, mental problems. Mm. And, you know, what people don't understand, kids have them too. Yeah. And, and that's where it starts. And well, well, people, only... people don't realize that the kids have them because they're in two environments. Yeah. Where are the two environments yes. that they mainly at? Yeah. Home, Home and, and school. school. It, I mean, but that's life, though. Things yeah. are stressful. Yeah. Things can mm-hmm. happen. People don't get along. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of different yeah. factors, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're in the home or school. My it, daughter comes home all the time with the whole bullying thing, but that's just how young girls are. They just don't get along. Yeah, and, and so the, the, good, the good thing to teach the kids is emo- emotional regulation. It's like, the, again, like the gazelle that got away from the lion. And gazelle goes and he shakes and he discharges and it, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it gets that out of the body and it goes mm-hmm. up 100 yards and eats more grass. It doesn't mm-hmm. deal with post-traumatic stress. And if, if you're teaching your kids emotional regulation and knowing how to, okay, you were up here when that bully was doing this, but yeah. you got to get back down gotta to a baseline and to, to levels of peace. And our, we're right now in a society where we're stuck above, right. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and you're trying to you're trying to have people who are out of balance, stuck in survival mode, trying to raise kids to do what? To be at peace? They're not going to raise a kid yeah. to be at peace when you're stuck in survival mode and trauma. Right. So I think the whole conversation of what we have uh, been talking about is just, 
you know, raising people's awareness. And it's not just, again, I want people to think that we were coming at the the, 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 the Arabic community. It's just you're in the community. You're sharing your yeah, stories and you're yeah. sharing what's happening and what you've experienced. And that's very important. And as more and more of these conversations going out here, you're going to find that a lot of people feel the same way you feel and don't really know what, to do. what right. even to do. So in your community, what what is the things that you do? Who do you not just not just talk therapy, but who who is it that you connect to to be able to I mean, I, so people I would, that someone you trust? Yeah, someone you trust, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's a friend, you know, and mm-hmm. that friend can be a professional. Um, I think counselors, therapists, coaches, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And you, you've listened to a lot of Anthony Robbins before. Oh, yeah. yeah so, Tony so, Robbins so, is amazing. Tony Robbins, yeah. I went to his one of his things yeah, before. That's how, I, that's how I really, that sparked me when yeah. I was 21. Yeah. I got cassette tapes. I need to go there. <laughs> he was amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want people to know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone goes through things. I've been through things in my life, um, and I'm okay today. You know, and I want to be able to give back to the community and and help those people mm-hmm. who are struggling with mental health or substance abuse. That's your thing too, Faith. Absolutely. So I mean, y'all, yeah, y'all should start a podcast. Absolutely. Both I mean, of y'all start your own podcast. So let's go. At this point, we know something's got to be done. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. There's there's a serious problem. Something's got. If you you know, and if they and it's so funny because if they know like how easy it, it like one one conversation one you know one per one person that you trust saying the right things can change so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's all it really takes sometimes it's just one conversation that's it right so because i've been you know i i went down a path of uh self destruction in the past um but i've overcome it and it's been years you know since i've been working on myself mm-hmm. and you know, I just want to be able to help those who are struggling with what I went through. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, just like you said, it can be one conversation. One like conversation. on social media, people contact me all the time. And yeah. it's like that that small text, that short text that mm. you texted me and I texted you back yeah. that made their day and it made them that, change their absolutely. mind. They're reaching out for help now. And it's, you know... Saving one life at a time. And sometimes it's easier to um, get that help from someone that you trust that's not someone that you, um, like a family member. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. It, you know, family isn't always Or nice. somebody yeah. who looks like you. <laughs> sometimes it's, it's good to talk to people outside of your culture yeah. because we have different, different views. We don't it's see things the same way. Certain things that... Maybe a block mm-hmm. to you, and we'd be like, "You live like that? Yeah. Like, why do you do that?" <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Right? Because I've noticed I've done that before. Like certain people um, that I've talked to, I've had some, I've had some white mentors before, yeah. and I saw the way that they lived, and it was like, "Well, why do I live like that? Mm-hmm. Why do I think yeah. like that?" You know, culture can definitely be a. Uh, uh, a helper and it's a good thing right there's a there's certain things about your culture that you love right absolutely and there's certain things Our about food yeah i love the food <laughs> i love the food and but then there's also certain things that you know that 
you know what? Maybe this isn't, this isn't uh, serving right. me. No. You know, it, mm-hmm. it made a, it might have been a thing at a certain time because it serves you at a certain point in time within the right. culture. But not no more. that doesn't that's not resourceful. And I think what we're having is a problem of as we move forward. And I don't think it's just your culture. I think it's the collective culture is that we're moving away from things that you should never get rid of, which is principles certain principles when you talked about you got back to certain faith principles there's certain things that you never should get abandoned never even as we learn new things treat others as you would want to be treated understanding the laws of reaping sowing Mm -hmm. and reaping what you put out there is going to come back on you absolutely and it always does it it, it comes (laughs) back worse worse that's what people don't understand that's why just do good you know, yeah. and, and and understanding that one, whatever you resist will persist. Those very emotions that that you're resisting is the reason why you have substance abuse issues because mm-hmm. you're not addressing the emotions inside. You're not addressing right what's in front of you. You can't put your head in the sand and think that life is just going to get better because one, I'm just going to accumulate all this money and then life is going to be amazing, no. or I'm going to. You know, meet the man of my dream or the woman of my dream, and my life is going to be amazing. Yeah. Your life is it's on the not. inside of you. It's yeah. an inside job. Yep. So thank you. This is the first conversation. This is the conversation that you talked about, a conversation. Some people need a one conversation. One conversation. Well, here it is, people. Yeah. Here's your conversation for your community. Till next time, guys. Thank you. Thank you. La, la, la. You've been listening to the Inner Wealth Podcast on EYL. Theme song produced by Be Ready for West Coast Creations. I am Raz Cass, reminding you to take action, be proactive, be congruent, get out of the matrix, get your mind right. We've automated mental health at inception. Join the movement. Inner Wealth Podcast. Inner Wealth Podcast. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third party tested for heavy metals and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.